here on the BBC Asian Network. Now, having conversations with kids about sex and relationships can potentially be awkward. So should they be taught about these things in school? And if so, exactly what should they be taught? Well, the government plans to make relationships and sex education compulsory in all secondary schools in England and has been asking people what they think should be included. It also wants to make relationship education mandatory in all primary schools from next year. What are the sort of topics you think should be covered? Maybe you think sexting should be covered impact of online pornography staying safe online transgender issues maybe there are others you can think of do get in touch i'd like to know what you think maybe you think none of this should be taught in school and if if anything's going to be taught it should just be the basics and that uh, these sorts of issues should be covered by the parents Give me a call, 03459 440445. You can text 81869 or email thebigdebate at bbc.co.uk. I've got with me three people to talk a little bit more in depth. Rita Chowdhury, parent of three and former teacher for 20 years. Morning to you, Rita. Morning. I've got Yusuf Patel, founder of SRE Islamic, which provides advice to parents concerned with how SRE is taught in schools. Morning, Yusuf. Morning. And also Salman Butt, the chief editor of Islam 21, an online publication and parent of homeschool children. Morning to you, Salman. Good morning. Let me come to you first, Rita. Uh, do you do you agree with this review? Do you, do you think it's uh, do you think it should be taught in schools? Absolutely. Having been a teacher for twenty years and and a parent of three, um, I can see the, the need for it in school. I mean, mainly because of the playground myths that children are exposed to. I think it's important that they ha- have a experienced, um, knowledgeable impartial person giving them information about sex and relationships in a comfortable environment amongst their peers where they're all given the same message and given the opportunity to um, ask those uncomfortable questions that um, that it's not easy to to um, do with your parents. Mm. Just, uh, just on the, the word impartial, it's interesting you use that. What do you mean impartial? In that they don't mm. actually have an, um, uh, an interest in... in or they won't influence the children to do things or not to do things. You know, if you have this information from from your friend, uh, they might have a an an opinion on it. Yes, you must get into a relationship, or yes, you must have sex, or don't go on the pill. Uh, whereas a teacher is give, are giving you the facts. This is the information. These are your choices. Um, this is the science behind it. Um, and now make your decision. I think it's absolutely important that they, that you're aware of every mm. family, every family, every different culture has its different values and different standards. But I think having the basic information from an experienced academic is a good foundation for a child to have and then have the follow-up conversations if they're comfortable with their parents. Let me bring uh, Yusuf into this uh, and, and Salman as well. Just on that word, impartial, I totally get what you're saying there, Rita. Um, I, I, I suppose the, the, the challenge there is that there are some families or many families who would say, well, actually, we want to tell our children exactly and specifically about sex and relationships and if they can have it or not and, and that sort of thing. Yusuf? I think parents uh, parents want to be able to discuss these issues with their, with their children uh, based upon the values that they hold. And I think, unfortunately, what we find is that many schools, um, in terms of the way that it's taught in an impartial way, 
in the, the words that uh, I use. I wouldn't use the word impartial, but to say that sometimes or very often that, uh, that it's taught in a way which undermines the values that parents want to instill in their children. When so, you say values, do you mean like, so for example, there are families who will tell their children you can't have sex before marriage, you can't have relationships. Yes, that's a value. That's absolutely, that is definitely a value that uh, many parents want to teach their children. Now, who's to say that schools should then undermine that by saying it's okay? Which is actually what the guidance teachers states that parents should say, uh, to children, that, 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 that the teachers should say that it's acceptable for children to have relationships, even under the age of 16, uh, which is from the Brook mm. Traffic Lights uh, tool. Or that who is to say that teachers, in the guidance that uh, the Sex Education Forum has uh, created for teachers, to say that uh, pornography should not be taught in a way to suggest that it's absolutely bad, that there are good and bad things about pornography. And I think many parents listening to this will really be concerned about that, say that, why would, uh, why would my children be taught in the school that there are good and bad things about pornography? I don't see any good in pornography. I think it's, it creates very, uh, very uh, 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 bad behaviours. It, it, it changes the, the whole outlook of how even uh, uh, boys and girls, men and women, think about each other in a very sexualized way. I would really say there's no there's no good things about pornography. I'm, I'm not quite, I'm not sure if they're if they're yeah I can't I can't be specific about this. But on the issue of pornography, I'm not quite sure if they'd be teaching any the good part of it. I'm not I'm not sure about that. But I yes, take your there point. Is a, there, is, there is a resource that's taught in school, which is which is related to planet porn, and it's 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 taught in a way which says that. There, uh, that, that there's, there's the, the, the only bad things about pornography. Well, I know they're taught the impact of pornography, which I think is important. You're not saying because no, no, it's so the, easily the only, accessible. The only thing now. about pornography that's taught is that uh, it's, the only bad thing is that it doesn't mirror real life okay. in some respects. But there are many good things about it. But I don't want children, my children, to learn that, and many parents don't want their children to learn that, because that really undermines fundamentally the values we understand uh, around the subject. If I can come to you, Salman, and then I'd like to, to come back to Rita. Wait, just speaking about any point that you've heard there and what would you make of this plan? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I welcome the, uh, the government consultation. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's one small opportunity for people to get their voices heard, you know, which is better than nothing. Um, when it comes to, you know, learning facts, I mean, I, I, I suppose everyone agrees that school is good for learning facts and the science and, you know, um, things which are impartial and, and uh, amoral. Right, but when it comes to um, you know blurring the line between that and you know what is an appropriate relationship or an inappropriate relationship, for example, you'll find that these these topics are just as subjective and culturally kind of dependent and relative from one you know background to another as something like beauty and ugliness, you know. So um, when it comes to teaching facts, that's that's one thing. But when it comes to and obviously there you know they're, there's a discussion about when to teach uh, certain facts to kids to you know to uh, to to to, um, to 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 give them a well-rounded and holistic education but when it comes to blurring the lines into okay this is an appropriate relationship or this is an inappropriate relationship this is based on you know um, the, the values that the teacher might hold or the opinions that you know the governing body might hold and so forth and when it comes to those things I think parents should have a great say in you know what kind of um, morals and and uh, fashion and, and tastes and cultural norms should be instilled into their children. Rita, do you see it that way? Do you, do you I, I see don't it? Think, 
I don't think having this education at school denies parents the right to do that. All you, all that's happening at school is that they're having a basic understanding of these are different types of relationships, and it's up to the parents to to have the conversation on what what they agree is right according to their cultural values but if they don't have that basic understanding they're going to be exposed by the digital world in, uh, in a way that isn't impartial in a way it's not safe um, and reliable so I think it's absolutely important that, that, that they do have that basic grounding in schools and uh, I mean look at look at research parents find uncomfortable to have that conversation and children find it uncomfortable when the parents have that conversation well, I mean, let's I'm be not honest. saying don't, don't have yeah. it, I'm saying at least it's a bit more comfortable when they do have that conversation 75% of children say that they feel it's uncomfortable talking to parents about sex, at least if they understand even what is sex it, when the parents have that conversation they don't need to go into the nitty gritty and they say what is Absolutely. right is it? I'm curious to know Yusuf and Salman like I take your point that parents should be teaching their children about it I don't I don't think that that's an entirely controversial thing to say but I'm, I'm curious to know if 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 that does happen in the house who does who who does your child talk to is it is it the mum or is it you or do you not feel comfortable talking to your children about it Yusuf I think I think you know I think there's one, one point here is to say if certain people aren't doing a particular function, what should be our response? Should it be to take over that responsibility, or should it be to encourage parents to be more confident in being able to have these discussions? And I think where does it end? Where, where does it end? Because if a parent, for, if parents stop, for example, uh, looking after their children in another aspect of life, are we going to expect teachers to substitute that responsibility and take it over uh, on behalf of the parent? Rather, what we've got to do is is make parents feel more comfortable in having these discussions. And whenever I run workshops for parents and discuss the importance of, uh, of discussing this and, and, and give them the skills and the language to be able to do that, they readily take on that challenge. Okay. And, uh, and uh, absolutely... Yeah. Like, but I don't, I don't know if you answered my question though on that. Like, do, you know, who would be the in your in your house? Would you would yeah. you if your your child says, okay, Dad, I want to talk about relationships and sex. Would you be comfortable talking about it? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I would feel I would feel I would feel really. You know, whenever parents say, look, my child has come to me and asked me this question, I say that should, that's the biggest positive in your life. If if your par if your child has come to you, that means you've established an open relationship with your child where they can ask you any question. Someone? And if they don't come yeah. to you and ask you questions, then there's a problem. Someone? Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I'm not against having conversations, even even when it comes to schools. In the school context, there are certain things that I would, you know, and definitely want school children to be, um, you know, taught, such as, you know, um, how to stay safe online and uh, how to avoid, you know, certain um, uh, kind of negative uh, exposure to, to certain things that I, I suppose everyone would agree on, everyone would share. You know, the issue just arises where uh, when it becomes a bit subjective and kind of, you know, according to one person, this might be an appropriate behavior according to another person that might not be an appropriate behavior and you said okay, the example of pornography for example so if schools um you know at the end of their consultation like this if they go away and they say you know what everyone agrees to teach um kids a b and c so let's do that but some people disagree on you know um d e and f 
So let's let's leave that to the parents, for example. So I think that would be a, a logical kind of outcome to this consultation. I should add parents that will still have the right to withdraw their children from these classes. And Rita, as a former teacher, did you ever see many Asian parents taking their children out of these classes or, or heard about it? Yeah, it, it tended to be the ones that, um, it's not just uh, Asians, it would be some Catholics that, mm, that, that yeah. had a very strong uh, opinion on this as, and they wanted to take... Um, take control of the uh, information that their children had on this. But it, it tended to be when they were, had a very strong opinion, so they wanted to be the influence over that, which, as I say, is completely up to the parent. But I think it's important that they do have that com uh, that that conversation to start off with and I think it's you said that well let's make it easy and comfortable for the parents to do that but surely if they're getting this basic grounding in schools you are giving them making it more comfortable and empowering the children to have that comfortable conversation with parents with friends um uh, and we're not talking about the impact of the digital world. You know, whatever we say, children know a lot more because of the Absolutely. digital world that, than, than we can even imagine. <laughs> uh, it always reminds me of that joke that I heard about two six-year-olds talking it, um, in school and one boy says to another, um, I saw a, a a condom on the patio at the weekend and the other boy said what's a patio because <laughs> kids know they kids yeah. know these things even whether parents realize it or not but do you think the six-year-old's going home and asking the the parent what is a condom now they're listening to what the kids around them are saying it's such a good point that rita and <laughs> it's true isn't it like certainly when i was growing up we didn't have mobile phones and there was no access to anything like that and and if, if if your child isn't coming and talking to you or isn't getting anything at school, where are they getting that information from? That must, you know, concern you, Yusuf. Uh, that, that is definitely a concern. I think whenever I speak to parents, not only do I say that uh, you need to uh, as you need to look into what your children are being taught at school, but also you have got to take responsibility for ensuring that if your if you want your children to learn about these things from your values, that you need to be the ones to take responsibility for that. So that means that you need to recognise that your children will want answers to questions and they will know things much more than you think they know and that you need to then take the reins of that responsibility. But, my, but the point that needs to be raised is that nobody's arguing that these things should not be discussed with, with children, but it's the manner of the way it's discussed in school and the fact that, unfortunately, although we may say that it's values neutral, which is just facts that are given to children, they're very much... Com they, they come from a particular ideological basis. They don't come from an ideologically free basis. And if we, as long as we recognise that, mm. and that should be the starting point, we shouldn't say this is taught in a very neutral way. Because when, for example, children are being taught that sex before marriage is acceptable, that's an ideological position. And when children yeah. are taught that pornography is okay, that's an ideological position. It's coming from a British values perspective, and then surely children need to know that, and then it's the cultural difference training comes from. The term British values is not a helpful term here because it's in the eye of the beholder. Nobody actually can define what British values actually are because they're in flux. Um, and the so British the Christian values are, are, the, are the norm the of what I mean. our children are exposed to according to media, according to... Um, so yeah. they need to know that's the okay. standing point. We're just wrapping up, sorry, but I just want to come back to Saman quickly because, Saman, you, you, you homeschool your children, correct? So yeah. I, I wonder, it, 
why I mean there's lots of reasons why people want to homeschool but does this play a part in it that you that you therefore have a control over what your children are taught and it's on your terms and your your wife's well not it's not um, exactly because of that I mean maybe that might factor into it but it's more about you know um, trying to get the best for uh, your child and every every child is different some children flourish in a school environment some children flourish you know in a home education environment I think the real issue here is do we you know we want to empower parents to to you know be involved take an active you know interest in their children's education to fill out these you know government consultations and so forth because um it's a hugely disempowering position for a parent or anyone to to feel that they are not a part of or just a passive member of this society. You know, many people still, and this goes back to your previous um, interview with the with the, the gentleman uh, who who went, who's a school head teacher, I think now in Newham, and that is a lot of people think that you know um, I don't get, I shouldn't have to have a I shouldn't get a say in you know what's happening in society or what my children are being taught in in school and so on and so forth. Mm. But if you really believe that you're a part and parcel of this society, then, you know, it's your obligation to have your voice heard, even if you disagree with what is popular or what is, you know, being enforced top-down vis-a-vis British, so-called British values and so forth. You know, it's it's your obligation now to speak up and make sure your voice is heard and be part of that conversation Mm -hmm. so that we can have a shared understanding if we need one of what British values are not something imposed by you know uh, one set of powerful interests over over a minority or something I've got a couple of minutes left if I can just come back to you Yusuf and then to Rita just to wrap up just any final words you'd like to say about about what we're discussing yeah really what I'd like to say is that yes I think all parents whatever their perspective whatever their their outlook need to respond to this consultation to give their views about uh, what they feel should be the content of FRE classes, RE or RSE classes, or and what they believe should be the way that schools should consult them. Um, so I think all parents should register to get onto the, 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 the education uh, consultations website and uh, respond to the consultation today. Yep. The deadline is just before midnight tonight. So I'd urge all parents to do that. Thank you, Yusuf. You, you did my job for me. <laughs> That's good. No, I appreciate it. Uh, Rita, what would you, like, how would you sort of just sum this up? Uh, I think this is a brilliant opportunity for children to um, be empowered and be made safer and well uh, informed on sex and relationships. And I think relationships particularly, I think perhaps we've focused more on sex, the importance of relationships. And, you know, I think that's something that's perhaps lost in uh, society uh, and now that the children are more in a digital world is building those relationships and uh, and the importance of those and I think it not only empowers children it's going to empower parents and and um, I think it's going to I'm all for the new changes. Well, it's good talking to all three of you on this uh, really measured, interesting discussion. Uh, Rita Chowdhury there and Yusuf Patel and Salman Butt on this consultation that's open, as Yusuf mentioned there, until midnight about what sorts of things should children be taught in school when it comes to sex and relationships. 